Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to talk about two games. Two Sega Classic games. That's right. We're going to talk about... Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, first we're going to talk about the Golden Axe. Okay, Golden, Golden Axe is first. And then the the game that I know mostly from the Genesis. I didn't even realize there was an Amiga version. Altered Beast. Altered Beast. So... Uh, the controversial Altered Beast. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk about <laughs> with both these games. We'll start with Golden Axe. So, Aaron, tell us about Golden Axe. Well, uh, Golden Axe, of course, based uh, on the uh, tremendously successful uh, coin-op. Uh, the uh, game was a big hit, a lot of fun, and so naturally the home versions were soon to follow. And so this is a, this is a beat-em-up, right? Yes, it beat them up in the uh, in the D and D style or Lord of the Rings or whatever you're comfortable. High with. fantasy, high fantasy, the highest absolutely. fantasy. Um, the uh, the game for the Amiga uh, came out in '90. Uh, uh, it was developed by Probe. Now Probe is a pretty good outfit, and then sometimes they're not. Uh, they they did some good stuff. They did, for example, the Mortal Kombat's. Uh, they did Primal Rage, which I really liked. Then they also did. Uh, Outrun Europa. Uh, I think they did the other Outrun. They did some duds. So it's a mixed bag with these guys. Uh, but uh, overall, they have a decent track record. So uh, that that much said, you know, I thought it'd be pretty good when you know when I first saw this in the arcade. I didn't dream that a home version would be out anytime soon. And then I never dreamed I'd have something that could play it. Uh, this game came out back when I was. Uh, the first time I ever saw it was when I was in college. <clears throat> I went to Marshall University in Huntington. I lived down in Huntington, and they had a 7-Eleven downtown. That, and this is back when places just randomly had games, and they had a, a Golden Axe machine. And I remember seeing this thing. I'm like, holy cow. I was a big D&D guy. I was still playing and running games back in those days. And uh, uh, I spent a lot of money on Golden Axe at this 7-Eleven. They would just get used to seeing me come in there, and I'd... Bring my buddies in and play two-player Golden Axe. It was a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't seen Golden Axe, uh, the premise of it is pretty simple. You pick from one of three characters, <clears throat> a dwarf, a, uh, a a magical kind of a lady fighter, and then like a big bruiser Conan-type fighter. Do they actually call them like Valkyrie and Warrior, like gauntlets? They anything? have names. Okay. Uh, uh, the dwarf is named Thunderhead, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, I don't even remember the, the chicken. I always play him, so but I mean I've played them all, and they and I will say they play differently, which is which is interesting. Um, so anyway, and we'll get into that later. So you're on a quest to to take out Death Adder. Death equals Adder, <laughs> which is one of the weirder. <laughs> it's like that in the arcade too. One of the stranger names, and I don't know if that's a weird translation from the Japanese. Where this game was developed, or I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but Death Adder is a big picture Skeletor with a crazy like heavy metal cover helmet, mm. like a big like a big massive helmet with like bat wings coming off of it. And he's got a big, he's got a big huge axe, and he's a big killing guy. And so what you're trying to do is is journey to get this guy, and along the way. And what makes this game sort of special is uh, every level is uh, bookend by this, like, uh, a parchment that appears on the screen. This hand with a scroll. So presumably it's one of your characters scrolling out where they're going to go. And 
as you not not to spoil it for anyone, but it's you know it's the way it is. You find out that to get to where you're going to go, you travel on the back of a turtle, a, a, a giant turtle who has a whole like <laughs> path built onto his back. And then at one point, you're on the back of a giant bird, you know, which is really neat because the sky's whipping by and you're fighting uh, undead creatures that rise from this thing's back, which rise is kind of weird. Way. And then, and then. You also have to battle through villages and and whatnot, and and at the end of every level, there's a boss battle, uh, which you'll um, you'll fight like uh, I think the first level, these two big oafs with sledgehammers, or these huge bald guys. As usual, the bald guy getting a bad deal. Yeah. And then there's a skeleton at one level. There's a giant knight on a level, and then eventually, you know, you will get to the Death Adder. You know, and you'll fight him amongst his cronies. And they've captured, I believe it's the king and queen. I think they're somebody's parents, and you and you have to rescue them. And this guy's got them hung up. And that's the game. And uh, and then, of course, along the way, you get magic. Different characters, like I said, have different abilities. Uh, the, the, the lady fighter is the most magically inclined. And as you go, you g- gather magical potions, and you want to save them. And then when you hit the button for your magic... Depending on how many potions you have, will be what magic comes out. And sometimes it's just like some, like lightning bolts or a little wimpy stuff. And then if you've got like the chick character, her ultimate attack is awesome. Just dragons come down and breathe their fire <laughs> on suckers. You know, it's real awesome. That was another aspect of the game that was really cool. Uh, and each character has their own magic. The dwarf is the least magically inclined, uh, as dwarves tend to be in D anD. d And then the the man is in the middle of the road. So. But the dwarf has, you know, his own thing, too. So each of them has a, di- a different kind of weapon. Uh, the man and woman have these two different types of swords. The dwarf has this big axe, big gold axe. The golden axe, And actually. they have a charge move. They have a, a leaping move. Then they've got their swinging moves. And the, the swinging moves will alter, like, uh, the and, and like uh, it's sort of a series. You can sort of tell what's coming up next. Like, uh... You'll bump the guy on the head a few times, and sometimes you'll just pick the sucker up, body slam him, and you can throw him off the side of stuff. So it, it doesn't, you don't just go over and just swing repeatedly. I mean, it changes mm-hmm. depending on what section of the cycle of weapon use you're in. And that was one of the things that really kind of made me a fan of this game, is that even though we, we deride the Amiga all the time for just being a one-button system... But the way that this, the way that you cycle through attacks, like you said, even though you're 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 hitting the same button, your character is doing different things, and they're doing cool things. Yeah. And um and the way that you dispatch enemies, you know, is 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 really different. So, uh, I really like that. It it makes this stand out. This and in the fact that you're not you know going through a city like so many beat em ups like Fatal Fury or something like that, where you're going through sort of a either a dystopian future or an inner city. Being set in the um, in in the in the D and D universe and having magic and stuff like that is really cool. Yeah, and then I know me and my brother we played this a lot. This is another one we teamed up on. Of course, Amiga supports simultaneous two player, and uh, uh, which is a must in this game. And this is a great game to play with your buddy. If for any reason you're competing for magic, you're competing for occasionally these little gnomes will come out. They're thieves, is what they are, and they will have bags over their shoulders and you walk up to them and you just beat the tar at them. You don't kill them. You just smack them around and they'll drop the bottles that provide you magic. Or food. Or food. And so, uh, 
the blue ones give you magic, the green ones give you food. And so you have to, but you're there with your, if you're there playing two players, well, he might want the magic too. And so you either come to an agreement or you go after it and you can beat the tar out of your buddy. Mm -hmm. This is not one of those games where like everybody gets along. You could, you could kick your buddy off stuff. You could pick him up and throw him off stuff. Or you could just flat out kill him. Uh, another aspect of it is you get to ride animals, which is awesome. There's this uh, creature that has like a, uh, it's a little squat looking like a bird looking deal. that has a whip tail. You can whip guys, whip guys with the tail. Then you've got a couple different types of dragons. You've got a, a flame shooting dragon. Then you've got a, a dragon that shoots fireballs, which is awesome. Uh, so you've got, uh, and you, and, you can also bite guys. The dragon sort of like use your charge move, so that you've got uh, that angle, and you can also fight with your buddy over those. Maybe I know Luke, my son, when we play, he always wants the dragons, and he f takes it personal if I get on one. And the first thing he does is come over and knock me off that sucker. That's his dragon, you know. So you can play it that way if you want, which we usually do. So this summarization summarizes the arcade and the amiga because i mean the amiga is pretty much spot on <clears throat> there's really nothing missing it's got the cutscenes. it's got the music it's got uh the various weapons it's got i mean the various animals it's got uh the various scenarios it runs it runs i mean it's graphically it's cl as close as you're probably going to get uh uh from a 16-bit computer uh, that was trying to render this arcade version. I mean, the arcade version is clear, it's crisper. The music maybe it sounds a little bit better, but I mean, a home port. I mean, it's practically in terms of it. They, it's almost perfect game wise. Mm -hmm. And like Boat said, playing with one button uh, is a uh, is not as bad as you in, in a lot of games. Uh, it worked. They made it work. I mean, some thought must have went into it, I would wager. Yeah. Uh, now, I think that the version that we played, the WHD load version, they actually mapped, they mapped the, yeah, you, the yeah. magic button. Yeah, we use a keyboard. Uh, we have to use the keyboard when you don't have that cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's a great addition, by yeah. the way. I will say that uh, this game also, what I liked about it, came on, it, was a, it was a game that came on one disc. Uh, and they bit, put the whole thing on this disc, which is awesome. Uh, it... Uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on for it to, you know, for it to uh, off it on the disc, and they kept, like I said, they kept pretty much everything intact from the arcade. I can't think of anything that got that got cut, uh, and um, it, it, it. I don't remember when this came out in the arcade, but this doesn't come out too long after. I mean, it was it was a heck of a job. Um, you hadn't had much, uh, you hadn't had much exposure to this one, boat. Now you you mentioned you like it. Did uh, is this one you'll go back to? You think? You know, I'm not the big fan of beat-em-ups that you are, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that you've got a play buddy with you all the time yes. and that your son's there. Yes. Um, but if I was going to choose an Amiga beat-em-up, I don't think that I've played one that's better than than Golden Axe. It's, it's real good. And I will say, uh, beat-em-ups are not necessarily my favorite either. Me and my son play them because they're a lot of fun. We usually just turn off damage and just cheat and mm. go through them and just have fun playing them but this is one i remember playing like i said when i when i had it on the amiga originally 
And I would show it off to my buddies, like, look at this. Yeah. I mean, as far as arcade conversions go, I mean, this is probably the most advanced arcade conversion that we've seen that's been done the best. I mean, like, sure, the Amiga can handle Rainbow Islands. You know, it's a single-screen platformer. Right. But this is, there's so much more going on in this, and for the Amiga to handle it so well, and for it to all fit on one disc is really an impressive achievement. Now, I guess this goes without saying, but this, this game made its rounds uh, back in the day. Uh, among other ports, you had your Amstrad, you had your CPC, the ST, you had your uh, Wonder Swan. Got one. We haven't mentioned the Wonder Swan. Well, we could much. do a whole podcast just on the Wonder Swan. Uh, have you ever seen a Wonder Swan or uh, used one? I mean, I've physically seen one in yes. person. In really? Fact, you're they kidding briefly me. sold them at Electronics Boutique. Mm. Uh, I remember playing one, they had the Wonder Swan Crystal. They had a store display of it back in probably the the late nineties or early two thousands. No kidding. Yeah, was it the was it the color one? Yeah, it was the yeah it was the color one, and it was around the same time that the Game Boy Advance was out that that came out. No kidding, that's crazy. I've never seen one. Uh, this was also on the C sixty four. I didn't know this one. This I, I was, this was a release for the Turbo Graphics. You know what? I might be thinking about the Neo Geo Pocket Color. That you, that I have seen. I actually owned I owned. A cartridge for it. I got on cutout at Target one. I mean, way back, and I I, I never had one. But I was like, man, this might be worth something. I end up selling it for top dollar on wow. eBay. Yeah, yeah. So the jury's out on my memory. Yeah, on which I, one of those I, like I said, I've never seen, seen one. So yeah. you, you know, but yeah, Turbo Graphics release of this. I was surprised. I didn't know. Did you ever know this was released on the Turbo Graphics? Well, it. It doesn't really make sense because it this, is a, this is a Sega game, and you wouldn't think that Sega would give any quarter. To I didn't their, think they uh, had a, a. I didn't know Sega even had a presence on the Turbo. Graphics. Yeah, you'd think because they had a they had a, a machine that was a, a competitor's machine. Out, you know. I heard it wasn't very good mm-hmm. as well, so maybe that's what they were doing. Uh, this was on the, the GBA. What's not right? It's right. another one. Um, of course, this has got wide release on the Virtual Console. Uh, the uh, the PC had a copy. I heard the Sega Master System wasn't that good. I may own that, actually, now that I think about it. I'll have to go back and look. And, of course, the Genesis, which is probably where it's best known in the home field, when you say the Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, I mean, those early, you know, the, the Genesis sold a lot of consoles just based on the strength of its arcade ports with games right. like this. And, of course, the the the, uh, Z, the, uh, this, the ZX Spectrum, the ZX had it. Uh, so... Uh, you had your everyone represented by this, but I'll be darned if, if there's a better port of this. Now I have played the Genesis version, and it's also pretty strong, mm. you know. So, but of course, the Genesis is sort of like the Amiga's console brother in a lot of ways. Yeah. So you would you would you would think that, but uh, overall, like I said, this is one of my faves. I've been wanting to cover this one for a while, but it was kind of I don't know if we could do a whole show on it. So so we we made <laughs> we made it work, but the, yeah, I give it high marks. It's a cool game. So any final thoughts on this one? Um, I guess the whole game can be completed in about half an hour. All That's the, true. All the gameplay videos that I saw when I was looking for one to put up in the background um, are all uh, right at 30 minutes. So... Oh, uh, is will, it the best value for your money? Yeah. Probably not, but that's the way all these beat-em-ups are. I will say, before I forget, and it's funny, I don't, I'm trying to think of... The Amiga version had the ending. I know the, I, I can't remember. The arcade version has an awesome ending. Uh, the uh, uh, when you beat this in the arcade, you uh, it shows some kids playing an arcade game, right? It zooms in, and then 
the bad guys from this game start jumping out of the arcade machine. Wow. And they and they chase the kids out of the arcade down the street in Japan. It ch- chases them down the street. And then... Yeah. Yeah, here yeah. it is. And then, if you watch the video. And then the good guys that were in the game, they come out and they help. Uh, they, they chase after the... the the kids that are getting chased. So, which I, again, you didn't have to do that, but I always thought that was funny. That's hilarious. See, see, uh, if you're watching online, there the, that billboard says Hokari Sweat. Yeah, do you know what that is? I don't. So there's there's actually an energy drink. It's like Gatorade in Japan and in Korea called Pokari Sweat. Yeah. And so, would you drink a drink called Sweat? Anything Sweat? Probably not. But I'm sure it's Japan. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Something else this game did, I always thought was weird. And this is another game. I'll tell you another one that does it is uh, Crazy Taxi does it. There's a few games do where they give you like a grade on how well you did. Mm-hmm. And it's t- <laughs> this is another one. This one has you can get like something like A B C D. You can get like four or five A's, A plus. You know, or, <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I mean A A A A A A plus. You know, mm-hmm. and it goes down from there. So I never quite understood the grading system mm-hmm. in this, but. Uh, uh, Oh, wacky, wacky Sega stuff. This is this is when this came out. This is when Sega was on fire. Yeah, they we're cranking it out. And in fact, their fire continued in our next game. You know, shall we move on? Let's move on. So, the uh, uh, the next game we're going to cover on our uh, Sega arcade tribute is a game called Altered Beast. Altered Beast. It's an odd game. Uh, Sega released this in the arcade uh, back in, gosh, it's probably 88, uh, 87, and uh, somewhere in that ballpark. And this game is a, uh, it was, it's a one or two player game <clears throat> where you, you quest to rescue the daughter of, of like a Zeus figure. I don't know if the guy's ever named. It's this big bearded white figure in a robe and he he bring he has you rise rise from, rise your, grave, from your grave and and he and he sends you forth to, to find this evil sorcerer that has stolen your his daughter okay so um as you go your guys are sort of like just look normal looking guys and then as you progress through the through the first level you will see these blinking white Two-headed dogs. The stuff you're fighting in this uh, first level are like, I don't know, zombies that are carrying their heads with them. These big demons that come up and you have to fight them. There's these winged uh, creatures that you have to sort of fight. And you run to this level and there's pillars popping up everywhere. It's sort of like like the backdrop. It sort of looks like a like a Greek mm-hmm, like, uh, st- statues and yeah. and, and uh, antiquity. Yes, they, yes, yes, yes. And it's uh, and statues and whatnot going. On. And so you roll to this level, and you'll see occasionally a blinking white Cerberus, two headed dog, three headed dog. Now let's stop. Let's stop right there. Okay. This is the arcade version I'm talking about. Yeah. This game is an abomination. Um, oh, just, just go jump right in, are you? Well, you, you mentioned the two-headed dog. Yes. So, if you, if you play the Amiga version of this game, it, the two-headed dog actually looks like a pig. It looks like just like a normal pig. And I had no idea that it was supposed to be a two-headed dog. It's a two-headed dog, yes. Um, we, had to, we had to show both the arcade version yeah, to, yeah. to uh, figure that out. Um, your, your, your guy kind of looks like a... Um, I don't know. I... 
the your 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 non-transformed version of himself looks sort of like just sort of like a generic European swimmer in a speedo, and then when you transform, um, your your beast form like your head is so incredibly small that you look sort of like like a, just like a slightly more buff man with the head of a house cat, <laughs> and so it's just it's it, the. We went from the Golden Axe, which was a very good arcade conversion, to this, which is probably the worst arcade conversion that. that I don't know it's the been. worst. I don't. That, that's. Uh, Can you think of a worse arcade conversion? I mean, I think I would rather play Outrun than play this game. It's Outrun came to mind instantly. Well, there are. Let's let's spell out the, the atrocities here. So, in the arcade version of this, as you as you travel through these levels, and you kill these aforementioned white two-headed or three-headed dogs, these little globes will pop out. And remember, this is a two-player game. This is much like in the the same game element is involved in this that's as in Golden Axe. You can split these little globes between the two people playing if there's two players, or someone can be a jerk and grab them all as quick as they can. So, as you get one of these things. You'll hear power up in the arcade, and your guy will increase in mass. Mm-hmm. He'll like gain a bunch of muscularity. Well, and also in the arcade version, like he starts out kind of fully clothed. Yeah. And as you power up, like his shirt rips off. His shirt off. rips yeah. off because he's so huge. And then the second time you'll get it, it'll be power up, and you'll, he'll be like uh, ridiculously huge. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I mean, like monstrously huge. And then when he gets the last one, He'll go, and there's a cutscene, an awesome cutscene of your guy transforming into whatever beast that level has. So in the first level, it's like a wolf man, uh, and he and he turns into this thing, and then he and then he has extra powers. He can shoot fireballs, for example. He can uh, turn into a big flaming like arrow or whatever. It shoots across the screen and kills everything in his way. It's awesome. And you get and and you know like it, we were talking earlier, it's almost like uh, it's almost reminds me of like the guys are basically roiding up. It's what we always used to call it. Oh, he's roiding up. And so uh, at the end of the first level, you fight the bad guy, which is this sorcerer, and he turns himself into this. Another thing this game is known for is his bizarre end bosses. So he turns into this weird demonic thing that's on this big pile of God knows what, and he's shooting multiple versions of his own head off and they come down off the top of the screen and try to bite you basically and you the whole time you're trying to shoot him and, and kill him and the second level has like this eye creature and on that level you turn into a uh, I guess like a dragon man is the best mm-hmm. way to put it and th- this guy can shoot electricity he can emit electricity the second level also has a, a guest appearance by one of the beat rideable guys from the uh from the Golden Axe game, so it's nice that there's a guest appearance in there. Uh, so, in the arcade version, this is a fun game. Again, this game's a lot like Golden Axe. That's why we put them together, because it's a questing game, it's a two-player game. They have similar elements, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, back to what Boat said about the Amiga version. Because the, the Amiga version is, is crap. I mean, he's dead on. I'm not going to defend it in any way. We looked at it, and I, I hadn't played it for quite a while, and it is a real letdown. Uh, for starters, <coughs> the it, the graphics are poor, uh, uh, ugly, 
they are grainy, and and they are uh, poor representations of what you see in the arcade. Uh, like Boat said, the dogs there are no white dogs. So uh, in this version, the dogs it's are brown dogs. On this one, there's brown dogs. What are the, what's their song? It's, yeah, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Mm-hmm. They with some blink, and those are the ones that emit the weird thing. So you get them, and you get bigger. In this, there's no shirt exploding. There's not even a cut scene you, when you become the beast. Your guy is wearing a shirt um, when you when you start, but it's the same color as your skin almost. So the effect isn't nearly as cool. He looks sort of like a tool. If yeah, we, if we can be abundantly clear. Yeah, he does not look cool. No, um, and his head is also incredibly small compared to the rest of his body. Yeah, uh, this uh, the. Uh, the, there's there's no speech that that, that I heard at all. No. Did you hear any speech? No, they, there's no. And in the first level, there's not even background music. It's present in the second level, so you, it just makes you wonder. That like, was strange. Yeah. I thought it was strange. The uh, in the arcade, the second level and the third level have d- totally different creatures. Right? They're not all the same in in the, in this in the Amiga version as they are in the arcade. Uh, <clears throat> there's a bear, for example, in the third level that comes out. There's a era. What is that thing? It's not really. It's a, hard to explain what it is. It's a weird thing. Uh, there's uh, your guy uh, uh, doesn't jump well. It's and two <laughs> players is maddening. I and mean, could we tell any difference between our characters? No. Yeah, the they characters look, are modeled exactly the same way, which is horrible. I mean, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I thought I was on one side of the screen and I was on the other. Yeah, and the the a big difference between this game and. Um, Golden Axe is that this game is completely on a 2D plane. Uh, there's no uh, Y movement. There's no Y axis movement. That is the way it was in the art. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm, that's not. I'm not fault that I'm just saying that's just another difference. And so when you're playing two players simultaneously and you're both, you know, you're going to be overlapping a lot. It makes it even more confusing. It's the guys are small, ish, and, and and when you get into heavy combat, it's just impossible to tell. What you're doing. Mm-hmm. The controls, not good. Uh, the uh, Unlike un- it, this game, again, this game lends itself. Uh, the controls are pretty similar. In the arcade to this, you've got your you've got a punch, a kick, and a jump. Okay? Mm-hmm. Less stuff than you have in in, in uh, uh, Golden Axe. I mean, you've got more. You've got magic. You've got kicks, punches, jumps. Right. You also... Um, it just feels horrible. It's clunky, you know. It it it's got a it this doesn't work well. Uh, the the when you turn into the beast, the beasts look kind of lame, uh, you know. <coughs> the they don't look right. Like and again, when you don't have that part of the appeal of this game was the graphics on the, during that. I mean, the big payoff is that sequence where you turn into the creature. Right. I mean, the arcade is this music plays, and, and your guy goes, there's this flaming background, it zooms in, and your guy's screaming and looking awesome, and in this, it just sort of goes, and it just you're, it's instantly turns into the creature. Let down city. Uh, the end bosses aren't as cool looking. They're not even close. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they did get them, but they're not that, they're not visually impressive. Uh, basically, you can see where we're going here. Not not a good game. Not much fun to play. Um, <clears throat> this game did not review well. I know, baffling, <laughs> baffling statement there. Um, I'm, now, I will say, it got one good score. I'm looking at the reviews on Lemon here. 
the uh, uh, I bet it was Amiga Joker. No, Amiga Amiga Joker did not have a score on here. Mm. Amiga Computing gave this game an eighty-two. Very kind. Very kind. Everyone Very else kind. hated it for the most part. Uh, Amiga Action forty percent. I would say that's a pretty fair uh, representation of what I think this is. You know what it's worth. Um, the Amiga Format thirty three percent. Amiga Power fifty four percent. AUI five out of ten. So yeah, it did not score well. Um, the uh, there are available copies of this on eBay. Should you should you want to go find one? Um, there's a fellow offering right now <coughs> in, the, in the states. I'm going to assume both these were released in the United States. Uh, in fact, I'm sure I saw Golden Axe at the store I used to go to. So I, I would wager they both released here. Um, twenty four bucks are best offer. Not bad. That's, that's disc <laughs> only. Then you in in the in the uh, overseas you've got uh, uh, you know you've got copies going for about the same price uh, twenty five twenty one. So they're out there, and then of course this was featured on some compilations as well. Uh, so you know it is what it is. But I can tell you uh, this. You know we I don't know if we mentioned this, but this was the uh, original Genesis launch uh, game when when they launched the Sega Genesis or the or the Mega Drive. I don't and I I'm assuming it was the same over in the UK when they launched the Mega Drive that this was the uh, launch. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty I, sure I, it was. Yeah. Uh, we actually, just for fun, we looked at the arcade version of this, of course. We also looked at the at the Genesis version, because the Genesis is sort of the sister uh, platform for the, for the Amiga on, on the console realm. And the Genesis version of this, God, it's a million times better and more playable. Uh, in fact, it was very close to the arcade version, wouldn't you say, Bo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they did a real good job... Um, Converting it over, of course, given that it was the launch title and that it was a uh, Sega property, you would assume that they would treat it with the love and uh, that it deserved. But I mean, it's it's very crisp, mm-hmm. <clears throat> crisp, clear, nice scrolling. Those sprites are much, much bigger for the Amiga to stink as bad as it does. Inexcusable. Mm, the really, white, the, there's actually a white dog. I uh, <clears throat> I couldn't beat this game. I tried, uh, but. Uh, I have beat it in the arcade about a million times, and the and this game, much like Golden Axe, has an awesome ending. The uh, ending of this game, it, you find out that everyone in it uh, just are actors, and so at the end of the game, they all go out for a beer, and at the end, it's got everyone in, like coming out of their costumes, and they and they have uh, they are toasting each other with with the steins, you know, oh. <laughs> which I always thought was great. Yeah, I- you know. Uh, the uh, um, I don't think the uh, I'm look, we're looking at the uh, the Genesis ending here, and I don't think that they they've incorporated that. You the, also find out that every at the end of every level is that same bad guy, and he transforms into different stuff. Well, at the end, you find out that it's like six of the same guy. They're like twin brothers or something. So they're all the same guy. <laughs> That's hilarious, you know. And they uh, and they uh, are are just that was their role in the in the movie. I guess was to do this. Wow. They all have different colored tunics on, you know. Again, a great game, but just uh, not well done in on, on the on the Amiga. A, a missed opportunity, but mm-hmm. yeah, there they are, right there. If you're watching the video version, they were all staying in there. So overall, on this Sega Spectacular, thumbs up for Golden Axe. 
and thumbs way way down for altered beast right you say that's that's exactly how i'd put it uh, but it's cool to put these two sega games back to back i'm sure that i would not be surprised if these were featured in some sorts of compilation somewhere down the line mm-hmm. um all right well let's go ahead and take a second to uh thank all of the fine folks that make this podcast possible but before we do uh it's been a while since we've mentioned our uh, lovely and illustrious uh, clothing line. That, that recently worn and featured heavily by one of our buddies, Robbie, on his uh, Facebook page, anyway. Yeah, so if you go over to everythingamiga.com and you scroll all the way down to the, to the uh, bottom of the page there and click on the Amiga Tees link, you can find all of our fantabulous apparel. We've got shirts... Uh, we've got our sort of uh, Amigos Are Scum Maniac Mansion t-shirt. We are scum. Uh, our uh, Amigos staff and supporters uh, shirt that's got lists of all of our Patreon supporters on it, as well as our uh, staff of contributors, logo shirts. Even if you don't want uh, an Amigos shirt, we've got tons of other Amiga-related shirts an Atari ST shirt right there. Yeah, they've got a great <laughs> Atari ST shirt. So, uh, yeah, check that stuff out and uh, clothe yourself with greatness. With, uh, oh, yeah. Nice. That's the catch line, is that's it? The catch, that's the I just made that up. Or actually, I think I've said that before. Really? I like it. Um, now it's time to thank our patrons. So, uh, I thought today I'd do it in some sort of a, um, kind of a Beastie Boys tribute. Oh, jeez. I was thinking about Sabotage. Love that song. Love that song. One of the greatest music videos of all time. Absolutely. Great song, great video. So uh, I'm going to do it acapella, of course, in the the way that the Beastie Boys meant it. (laughs) Ali Kebab, David McCrandall's Gary Hucker Williams, Ravi Abbott. Kim Tommy Hopestad, Josh Dan, Jason Watts, Lane, Eric Nelson, Graham Vipke, Paul Harrington, Paul Bohair, Lars Giroux, Jordan's Rulo, Kyung Bjorn Berman, Tips from the Crib, Adam Bradley, Chris Fulton, Young Bigson, O'Brien's, Richard Wayne Fitz, and Chad Hostin, Big Daddy, Brutal Bear Kitty! Sort of just screamed their names, didn't you? And it's. It's kind of what rap is, really, without oh, the music. Okay, because <laughs> you just alienate all our rap fans. <laughs> um, I'd also like to thank uh, World of Long Plays for their uh, footage of um, all of these games that we've covered. You're not going to uh, dignify them by screaming their name repeatedly? That's next week. <laughs> and, um, and Aaron, next week we are going to do another one of your favorite titles. Um... How about doing BC Kid next BC week? Kid. Yes, I've been wanting to cover this one for a while. This will be a great one. Hopefully we can compare it to, uh, what's the... To the bonk. Bonk on the Turbo Graphics yes. 16. I will break out the Turbo Graphics. Yeah. I'll break out the Turbo Graphics. <laughs> yeah. some, some new accent. No, I'm Bob, I'm Bob Dylan. That's what I'm going for. I break out the Turbo Graphics. He, he was a huge Turbo Graphics Oh, man. Fan. I think he was in the commercials, right? <laughs> Go ahead and buy one today. <laughs> All right, guys. We suck. Oh, God. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Until then, adios. adios.